captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season three, episode six, Keaton of New Girl. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I almost skipped ahead and said that we were on season six. We're not, but maybe one day. I'm joined by uh, my co-host, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? What if we just did like season three episode, season six, episode three after season three, episode six, like a flash forward? We do have, we are on the precipice of some of, not our most, because every guest is highly anticipated, but some of our most highly anticipated guests. And we would skip them all by going to season six. And I like that kind of chaos, so we could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at any point, we could skip. So you better be, you better beware. It wasn't enough. We weren't fragile enough when we said at any point we could quit the show. We could mm-hmm. also just also skip true. to the right to the end. Anything is on the table right now. I'm willing to say that no matter how mad at you I get or how busy I get or you get. I won't just quit the podcast. If either of us quit, we'll immediately advance to the finale and do the finale. Okay, fine. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what, if, what if we're like not on speaking terms? No, no. I will do I don't care. Like, we'll do it. Okay, fine. It's like, it's like people who still have to co-parent. Like, we could get through a 30-minute podcast. Yeah, that's fair. How yeah. much more matter at you could I get than I've been, you know? Like, and we still do this every day. I know, but, you know, I <laughs> No, don't I'm know. saying that's I, I not, like, like, I think we've hit this ceiling. Like, at some point, we're still just, like, strangers on the internet. Like, I'm not going to, like, how could you betray me in a way that we wouldn't be able to get through the podcast? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, yeah, hopefully, yeah, we've, we've hit rock bottom and we're on our way back up. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying, like, there's a, there's a, there's a ceiling to, like, how much someone could, like, cause offense like what could i do like tell one of your kids like you suck like i don't know like what there's there's a certain mm-hmm. limit to the relationship yeah, that would be i'd get over that like they you know there's there's certain things family members could do to harm each other there's certain things like spouses could do that could be unforgivable but like internet people who host a podcast like what could we really do mm-hmm. um that's fair no i i think we're good i we're, we're we're in a good place right now no matter what We'll do the finale. Finale. Perfect. And you'll have, probably have a lot to explain to do, like what happens in like season five, six, <laughs> and seven. But we'll do it. Um, and now we're making, a, you know, J- Jason Curtis Rivera's alternate theme says, I know you don't know, but it says, I know, I know you don't know, says uh, Akiva and Ali all the way to the finale. So we've just agreed that that will be true. Yes. All the way to the finale. Um, but me- Go ahead. No, I, I uh, listen. We're 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 rolling along here. I think this is the best season of New Girl. I think uh, we're fine. Well, you sound like Matt Gagan. Um, but yeah, so October twenty second, two thousand thirteen. We're getting sort of an early Halloween episode called Keaton, and I can't believe you didn't guess uh, the, the what the namesake of this episode would be, Keith. Well, I honestly thought once I saw it, it was Michael Keaton. I was like, are we going to, is he going to be in this episode? And I was a little disappointed that he didn't show up. It didn't like ruin the episode for me, but I thought it would have been funny if he just shows up at the end, right? Yeah, I mean, do you think Michael Keaton will appear before the end of the this, this series? Oh, I really do not. I mean, I think he's not in good shape now at all. Well, now, no, no. I know in 2013. Wait, wait. Right, I understand. <laughs> in 2013, in 2013, it was different. I, I think he like, 
doesn't he like need tubes and stuff right now? I don't I don't know what his deal is. I don't want to I don't want to um, speculate. But yeah, like I. Uh, well, you did speculate. You speculated and then said, <laughs> "I don't want to speculate." <laughs> and I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I don't want to continue to speculate. He dated Courtney Cox from 1989 to 1995. I, so Kelly asks, "What do you think about Michael Keaton? Like, you know, barring his current potential health." Situation, although I'm not seeing anything about this, but that doesn't make sense. Maybe am I mixing him up with somebody? Are you thinking of Christopher Reeves? No, 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 I'm not. Okay, well, it's not. By the way, you know what? Do you know what Michael? It's not impossible. It says that he's going to confirm return as Spider-Man villain Vulture. Oh, so then maybe who am I thinking of? That's like not well. I mean, a lot of people. Me, like I'm unwell. God forbid with the tubes. Mm -hmm. By the way, Michael Keaton's birthday, Michael Douglas. Oh, that's funny. Do you think it is? Was it one of those? It fascinates me. I was just thinking about this today because I saw um, the other like Halle Berry, H-A-L-L-E Berry and mm-hmm. uh, the Gen Z Halle Berry. And like how in order to be in SAG, like you can't have a repeat name. Do you think that's right. why he changed it? Yeah, I'm sure. And also like Buster Keaton was a big actor back in the day. So maybe he chose it because of that. How long do you think it would take? Like, I mean, I'm like, searching Michael Keaton health, and I'm getting no hits. So then maybe who am I, th- who am I thinking of that's like... Uh, like Christopher Reeve? Like, no, no, I don't know. I, he's not like he's of this Superman? time. It's someone who's still alive. <laughs> he's not of this it's not time. A, it's not a Batman specific How do I even thing. check this? Like, who is unwell? Yeah. Hollywood? A actor, sick Hollywood? Actor, like, speaking with, like, a voice box. Oh, God, this is so terrible. Mm-hmm. Who am I thinking of? Um, but anyway, do you think you would get used? What would be your Hollywood name? And like, do you think you would get used to it? People calling you, um, let's say your name was like, uh, you know, Lizzie Leonard. Do you think you'd get used to that eventually? Like Lady Gaga Um, answers to Lady Gaga. That's not like on her birth certificate. It's not what her mom calls her, you know? Yeah. A lot of people speculated or who weekly was speculating a while ago that she would like transition to Stephanie Geminata or whatever her name is. Um, when she I think was, that, like, I think she's got that move born. in there. Yeah, I think, I think she's got like, one move there. I think no, she no, will... the move is done. No, no. The move would have been a star is born. The move would have been the American horror story. The move would have been House of Gucci. The move is done. She's a list, baby. She's an A-list actor. I hear, no, but I think she's got an album in her called, like, Stephanie or something. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. That, but, like, yeah, okay. her album, Joanne, didn't mean that she was going by Joanne. I have it. I have it. I have it. It is not Michael Keaton. It is Val Kilmer, who I'm thinking of. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got pretty close. about Lucid. That's pretty close. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, our heart, you know, prayers up for Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Unless he's been canceled and I'm not aware. Probably. He probably <laughs> And then still, we don't, like, wish people... No, 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 absolutely Ill. not. Absolutely not. All right, what a time. So, mm-hmm. you like Keaton? Are you a big guy, like, oh, I care about which Batman, like, uh, no, the Twilight guy is my Batman, Ben Mm-mm. Affleck is my Batman? You know the answers to these questions are no. Well, you're, like, very um, industry sometimes. Sometimes you have a hot yeah, take. Yeah, but, but I don't like superhero stuff. But that doesn't always stop you from having a take. Uh, okay, fine, that's true. Yeah, I don't really have a big, like, I'm trying to think of my favorite Michael Keaton thing, and I really don't have any. I got to say, Michael Keaton ruined all his goodwill with me with Birdman, right? There's two kinds of people, people who liked Birdman and people who have taste. Right, yeah. Uh, That's a big screener for me. Like, somehow something or one thing leads to another, and, like, 
someone like oh, I loved Birdman. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not quite a deal breaker, but I can't really see that person the same way again. Yeah, I mean, first of all, like it is really it has been forgotten by the, um, you know. I mean, it was the best picture winner, and it's been like almost completely forgotten in the last. What seven an years. absolute scam! No, it's it's only remembered as like people being like that movie sucked. Yeah, no, it did suck. By the way, I saw a movie this week. I fell asleep in the middle, so I'm not done with it. And I, I was wondering, I was watching a thing like, oh, I bet you'll probably like it. Hmm. But I also, I'm not sure. So, have, what is your? Have you seen TikTok Boom yet? Tick 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 boom. Tick, boom. I'm dying to see Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm-hmm. I will probably, I want to see it in theaters. I will probably watch it on Netflix with the Jude over Thanksgiving. Okay. Because it is very earnest. And it's, that's not really my thing. I'm going to love it, I'm sure. You mm-hmm. know what a movie I saw that I loved that what? I think you should see? Belfast. British accents? Uh, like um, Irish accents. Okay, I could do that. I didn't want to see it somebody made me see it and i was like okay like whatever and i really enjoy it. you know what's great about it what 90 minutes baby okay clean. perfect in, in and out you rarely get like a serious movie mm-hmm. that's that's easy breezy on the time like the t- on the time period yeah um, the best part of a, you know any and anything a movie could be is under 100 minutes i, I th- yeah exactly i i feel that way strongly um there was oh, uh, answer me this about Birdman. <laughs> answer me this. These riddles three. Mm-hmm. Alex Chester, I would have to guess, okay, big Birdman guy. If, no, if I don't think he has my any, head. I don't think he has any take on Birdman, honestly. You think he's new Chun Birdman? I don't even think he remembers it. He may. I don't know anyone new Chun Birdman, and I don't know Chester to be new Chun anything. Yeah, but he's not like a huge like prestige movies guy. I, I'm gonna guess he hasn't seen it. That's my bet. Or okay, he, de- or he doesn't he liked care it. about it. I'm going to say he liked it, to be contrary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although I famously say things about Chester on this podcast that are wrong, that he gets mm-hmm. offended by. So I don't really know him, you know, but I like to pretend that I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, speak with confidence. That's like, uh, that's the trick of podcasting, even if you don't know anything. I have no confidence in any other al- area of my life except for fake Chester facts. Okay, perfect. Oh, did you think you were going to have to wait? To hear the results of this unimportant debate between me and Kiwi, uh, this is Allie from the editing room. Who else would it be? I asked Alex Chester if he has a Birdman take. He said, it was fine. The single shot thing is a bit of a gimmick for film nerds, though. How does it better my experience watching the film? I said, are you neutral or you like it? He said, I like it. Three and a half stars. Back to the show. <laughs> All right, let's get to the digest. I think we're done here riffing. Nice 10-minute riff. Mm-hmm. Riff sesh for your evening. Okay, Kiwi's Digest. Uh, we, it's Halloween. This is, is this our third Halloween episode? Or just second or what? I think second. I know The Haunted House was Sam. Yeah. Was there another one? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe it came up, but it wasn't like the whole plot. I don't remember. Anyway. There was Thanksgiving with the gang yes, season yes. one. Uh, maybe that'll be coming in two, three weeks. So, uh, just throwing a Halloween party. Um, meanwhile, Schmidt is sad, and we learn that Schmidt has been uh, conversing via email with Michael Keaton, famed actor Michael Keaton, for many years. But it was actually his mom, and then starting with college, it became Nick. Meanwhile, Cece doesn't want to go to the party because Schmidt's going to be there. And, um, you know, chaos ensues, mayhem ensues. 
a lot going on in this in, in this Halloween episode of New Girl. Allie from the podcast currently, just so I don't have to jump in for the editing room later. Uh, season one went from October 4th's wedding episode to November 1st naked. So uh-huh. no Halloween episode. So maybe we missed it. It's like you have to, it, it, the, the schedule has to align for Halloween episode because if, let's say, the show airs on Tuesday and it's like Tuesday the 25th, you can't do a November 1st Halloween episode and maybe the 25th is too early, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Though this is the 22nd, but um, I was here for it. I mean, it was it was late for us. It was about a month late Halloween-wise for us, but I, I enjoy seeing sitcom costumes. We'll get, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, they meet in 4C at the beginning of this episode, which is an empty loft. Is this the same apartment, speaking of the Thanksgiving episode, where the woman died when Genslinger's I, there? That's what I thought. That's what I was thinking. I, I had the same thought. Probably is, yes. I think so. So I guess that's been empty. And they, I like that they explain it. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this has been empty since she died on the toilet. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, a good callback. That's what I thought, too. So Nick uh, is like, Nick and Winston are doing a bit about ghosts. Winston's kind of yanking Nick's chain here. Matt Stewart says, do you believe in ghosts? I don't know if that gets weird from a Jewish perspective. But uh, I also am curious if, like, who you think in the ha- in the loft is like most to least likely to believe in ghosts? Uh, Winston's a hundred percent likely to believe in ghosts. Well, no, but he's the one in this. I kind of agree with that, but he's the one like egging Nick on as like a like he's like pranking Nick. Right, that's true. But I think I think all of them except for maybe Schmidt would believe in ghosts. What do you think? I think Nick's number one. I think Jess is like weirdly number two. Cece's least likely to believe in ghosts. Oh, yeah, I wasn't I don't including think she has CC. Time. I, yeah. Yeah, wow, I the disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm putting Winston at four based on, like, the fact that it's not it's not like he's in cahoots with Nick. It's like he's making fun of him. And so I put Schmidt at the middle. He believes in ghosts when it's convenient. Like, I feel like he believes, like, his, like, great Nana can see him when he does well, but otherwise does not believe in ghosts. Um... Yeah, I, I, th- I still think Winston's won, but I, I get you. Okay. <laughs> Despite evidence to the contrary in mm-hmm. this episode. In this episode. And I respect Things that. were inconsistent, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so sh- speaking of inconsistencies, so Schmidt is, like, dealing with the breakups finally, is, like, wiping tears with deli meat. I like the fake candy they introduce. They have uh, candy and licorice instead of good and plenties and bombers, which sort of look like Haribo, but... I couldn't really tell. I got too distracted by the candy. Anyway, uh, Matt Stewart says, what happened to make Schmidt so much more unhinged from the last episode? We are like two full episodes from the breakup, and now we're like just grieving it. Yeah, it's a little weird, right? It's I, Listen, they need to squeeze a lot of juice out of this for Schmidt. So The way you said squeeze was so rude. Producer Kelly says, Allie is the worst moment for you in all of New Girl when Schmidt squirts mayonnaise directly into his oh. mouth. <laughs> Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I do think they're going through sort of the stages of grief with Schmidt. And again, like in that way, it's sort of real. Like he's angry. He's misdirecting his anger. And now he's like finally feeling it. Like he was if he was like really in love with two women Mm -hmm. as the bachelor would have you believe is possible. Mm -hmm. You like can't just it would be weird if he was like dating right now right like i think this is sort of appropriate yeah we don't know how long it's been in real time also well i guess it's halloween i don't know when the last thing was she got this it's it, like the school year started kind of several episodes ago right so that's sort right. of september to october it's not mm-hmm. been that long no 
Um, all right. So the, the, the goal is to get Schmidt sort of to perk up, but really to not come to the party so that Cece, who now reappears after a couple episodes, mostly hiatus, uh, that she can come to the party. What sort of like, shouldn't Schmidt be more understanding? Like, couldn't, I would assume if my roommate cheated on my best friend that I would be able to say like, hey, Schmidt, you got to take your lumps on this and you got to make yourself scarce so that my friend can come to my apartment for this one event. Yeah, I think it's a totally reasonable request. It's rough. It's your own place. But I think that's that's doable. Like he's the one who screwed it up, right? Yeah, he made the bed like he dated her best friend and then cheated on her. Like you have to there are certain delicate situations where you can't you know, you don't have bandwidth like in any relationship. You shouldn't hurt a person. But like if it's someone, you know, a friend of a friend or a good friend, like you can't like mess around. Literally uh, or figuratively. Should I have done that? Was that wrong? <laughs> I'm going to plead ignorance on this. Um, all right. So Winston is the one who suggests uh, that Schmidt get a letter from an old friend, Michael Keaton. Now, Akiva, what was your reaction to this as a major plot point? It's interesting. I, I like the swing here. I think it's a funny idea. I think they tie together like, well, wh- how did how did it work in college? Because it's a fair question. Um, you know, like, because at a certain or point, how he's not does like, Nick even know about this? Yeah, how does like, Nick know about it? He's not doing the letters. Why does Nick agree to this in, like, freshman year of college or whatever? But I think that's tied well together. It is very funny. Um, uh, why haven't they spoken in three years? Val, uh, Michael Keaton just hasn't responded. No, I think Nick, like, weaned him off of it. And okay. he's, like, gotten to a good place where, like, he's now, like, not... Like, it seems like Nick only used it when, like, Schmidt would be, like, incapacitated emotionally. Right. That makes sense. So, uh, Ky- we got, this was the most asked question. Kyle Picard, Felipe, Patricia Kelly, I think Matt Stewart also has this. Who would your Michael Keaton be? Like, someone was going to catfish as you to, to motivate you. It's a good question. Huh. Do you have one? Like, if I were Schmidt's Probably, age, mm-hmm. when I was, like, a kid, honestly, it might have been, like, Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor. Okay. I like how you're explaining. like how sometimes we'll go, like, deep into, like, <laughs> yeah. like But now we explain who Jeff Probst is, which is, like, the one Survivor fact that even if you have never seen the show, don't know it's still on, might know. So I call, like, if you don't know Survivor, I call an obscure podcast host, Rob, uh-huh, the man yes. upstairs with Correct. no explanation. Correct. But Jeff Probst, who yeah. has won Emmys. Yeah. We like, need his CV. <laughs> the, host of- the host of Rock and Roll Jeopardy and the television show Survivor. <laughs> one-time guest star, naked guest star of Doing a Half Man. Um, I, I think, like, back, uh, probably would have been Bill, Sim- <laughs> Bill Simmons for me, I think, would have been would have been the one. As a child or now? Well, no. As a child, he didn't he didn't pop up till uh, the year after I finished high school, so it wouldn't have been as a child. Uh, as a child, David Robinson, maybe. I don't even know. Is that an athlete? Yeah, he's the admiral. He's a center for the for the San Antonio Spurs. The whole, oh well, if you had just said the admiral, I would have known it. You know the admiral? No, of course not. How do you not know David? Rob- I mean, I guess you're young. I only follow sports in Spooky America. Oh man! I mean, I, you weren't probably weren't watching the nineteen ninety nine NBA Finals against the Knicks, but you were around for the O three Finals against the Nets. I mean, I was around for the nineteen ninety <laughs> whatever you just said too. Yeah, but I don't know much. Was your dad a big basketball guy? 
No, my brother was the sports fan. My dad was not. Okay. My grandpa and my brother. Was your dad like years. not a Super Bowl watcher even like that? Oh no, no, we hosted the Super Bowl. My dad would was sports literate. Uh-huh. And would go to games or watch uh-huh. them, but, but like on his, his own mood. devices, he would. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Mm. Yeah, must be nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think maybe maybe David Robinson. When I was a kid, there wasn't really an actor, or I don't know, like Zach Morris, like, but he's fake. Like, there wasn't really anybody who I <laughs> like. There wasn't really yeah anyone who I cared about. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I'm not really, like, impressed with celebrity. Like, I think it's Mm -mm. cool, but I don't, like, if I've seen someone in a show, I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw them in that show, whatever. But I'm trying to think even now. Like, I don't know, Mark Ruffalo maybe, but I don't think it would, like, change my mood or inspire me if Mm. I were, like, exchanging messages with him in a platonic way. If it was not platonic, then I would be (laughs) interested. Yes. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Celebrities are a little bit too attainable now. Like, you literally could. I don't know if you could have a back and forth with him but like you could certainly message him and have him respond like he'll see what you say if you tweeted him probably so Allie from the editing room I cannot believe I didn't say this on the podcast but I have a situation where my family was in on uh not a prank uh they convinced me that Emeril Lagasse (laughs) had signed a photo of Emeril Lagasse and my great uncle and I believed this for a long time. And then they were like, it was, of course, fake. You know, 12-year-old me should have figured out that my family would lie to me about an autographed photo of Emeril Lagasse and another person who's not me. Sorry to bore you with this, but I am just out here laughing to myself. Back to the show. Producer Kelly has a twist to this question. Who's the most famous person who has ever sent you a message? Twitter replies count. I don't, I honestly don't know. I don't even, you know, I don't like, I, outside of like the people who like, you know, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, who actually have like a hundred million followers. I don't think it it matters. It doesn't matter. I'm saying like, I I don't think it registers. Like, I know I've been retweeted by people with like, you know, like a million followers. That's not true. Isn't it like Sean Clements or something? You get all excited. No, but I'm saying like, yeah. yeah, but like I've. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't do anything. Like you, like if you get retweeted by someone with a million followers, you will gain zero to one follower. But it's you know not I mean? about what you gain. I know, it's but I'm just saying. So I don't even know. Who is the most famous person who has ever who, sent you a message? Who is? Oh, who's like who's started the like? Or I replied to them and they reply back. Twitter replies count? count. It's all in the question. It's all there. Uh, Kelly's done the work for us. It's a good question. I don't know. I'd have to like go through all my tweets. My answer might also be Jeff Probst, host of Survivor. Oh, he's responded to you. Well, I, he was my um, high school yearbook quote. Uh huh. And there was like some reason, something was like going around, and I. Took uh, let a me, the quote was "Come on in, guys," and hopefully this will <laughs> never be changed. It was not "Come on in, guys." Mm-hmm. It was honestly like I wanted a quote from him, and so I like Googled like Jeff Probst quotes until I found one that was applicable. It wasn't like the tribe has spoken. It was like all I know is from day one I was laughing, which he said in like an interview about Survivor. It was not like a famous quote of his. Mm-hmm. Um, but I retweeted a picture of it, and he responded, like, or quote tweeted, and was like, oh, my God, this is great. Okay. How about that? That's a pretty big one. Um, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, like, it would mostly be, like, reality TV people, which is uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Um, does, do, should I be counting Roger? Who's Roger? Roger Federer? The, no, that writer that you like that I went to college with. Oh, Roger Sherman? I don't think no, I don't think he counts. 
He well, never, it counts he, as the yeah. mo- well, he's not more famous than Jeff Probst, so I think no. it would be I would be difficult to find someone more famous than Jeff Probst. Yeah, probably. I'm but Bob's to your point, no one cares and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I, it's like it would be. <laughs> it's funny because I also have the same feeling of celebrity. Like anytime there was a celebrity at Thirty Rock when I was at NBC, like I would like a go out of my way not to speak to them one because like you're not supposed to, but also because like like one they're just regular people and two. What what are you gonna do? Like say a joke and they're gonna laugh and like, hey, do you want to be best friends? Like it's more likely that you'll just say something awkward or stupid and then regret oh, it for like the next. Okay. Week. Do you want to know a celebrity interaction that I have regretted for my entire life? Yeah, and that's I, what, I don't want to have those. Yeah, I have to constantly tell myself like this man never thinks about it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He literally never thought about you again. It's to the point where he's a guest on Billy on the Street, and I have to. I can't watch the clips I, that he's in. Well, is it being a bad friend if, if, like, you tell me what it was, and then I say if he has thought about it since then or not? There, it objectively, he has never thought about this interaction. All again, right, let me be but, the judge. Okay, I don't think I've ever even like told someone this besides the people who were there. So. The my birthday after my dad died. I don't know why that's like significant, but it's like somehow maybe I'm building sympathy. Mm-hmm. So he died in March. In mm-hmm. April, it was my birthday, and we were like, we're gonna do something fun. Like we're not, you know, we're gonna do something. And so like me, my mom, my aunt, and my brother went out to dinner, and then we went to see Something Rotten on Broadway, which at the time starred Brian Darcy James, notable NU alum, go Cats, and the person who the story is about, Christian Boyle. Okay. Of Smash and Billy on the Street and mm-hmm. Broadway fame. Okay, someone who's not famous. Okay. So he's very famous. He's a Broadway them for sure. Mm-hmm. So my cousin, who's like in sort of like a New York theater scene, as a surprise, my mom had her meet us at the stage door. She had a friend in the show, and we went backstage. Oh, my God, incredible. I've gone backstage a few times. Very exciting. And the cast was there, and we're talking to Christian Boyle. And I normally don't talk to celebrities for the exact you reason Christian you said. Boyle? It's like bo- it's like boil. It's like oh, it falls out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, not out. It. <laughs> it's boily. Okay. Um, and my notable ex-husband of my favorite Broadway actress, Sutton Foster. But she's, anyway. she's more famous than him. I would. Uh, it, it, it's it's different. It's mm-hmm. different. I would say she's probably had a more robust Broadway career. Plus, she's had bunheads in that Hillary Duff show. So, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. But he's like smash, like sex appeal, like guy. Were you a bunhead? No. But okay. I, I support her in all mm-hmm. things. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, my mom is yucking it up with him and says, like, I loved you in, like, the Peter Pan thing. And this was around the same time that and my mom famously gets names wrong and i'll edit this the story's already too long but my mom famously botches names for example she was a fan of desperate housewives all 1000 seasons it was on the like last few episodes were on we're in the car and she's like i gotta get back dangerous women is on and she says (laughs) it like completely serious so she's talking to christian boyle and she says I loved you in Peter Pan. And I'm out here like, this story is not going to land. It's so niche like Broadway. The Allison Williams Peter Pan like NBC thing had been on. Uh-huh. Or, or, and, and he was in that. Ah. Uh. But he was also in a show called Peter and the Starcatcher. And I like was like, 
mom, he wasn't in Peter. It's it's Peter and the Starcatcher. And he's like, no, no, I was in Peter Pan. Talk And, like, my mom was talking about this. As I'm saying it, I recognize that this is like the most minuscule interaction. It did not matter, and mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed. I am now more embarrassed for having told this story. Uh -huh. Like there yeah. was some big uh, thing. I'll edit the whole thing out. No, but no, keep it in. My it's, face good. Is it's good. Getting, it's good. <laughs> my face is getting red as I say it. Can I tell you it? bad news? So he probably remembers it. There's no. I don't think he. World. Here's the thing. I don't think he There's, has ever Akiva, thought about objectively, it. No, Akiva, he does not remember I this. Think, I think if I saw him on the street and I was like, Borl, <laughs> Mr. Borl, <laughs> do you remember when? <laughs> Akiva, can, if, would they the were year two loud help? Jews. My dad died like six and a half years ago. Uh -huh. And when you're a Broadway actor, you're going out the stage door eight shows a week. Yeah. For every show, he he's done multiple shows mm -hmm. since that show, plus yeah. all of the performances of that show. There's no way that he even comes it. close to. He, I don't know the if he'd like remember you. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, people say that all the time about the Peter Pan." Well, but people say that all is the he time. Not on is, social media at all. People say that all the time is even like less humiliating then. Uh huh. It's, like, it's so cool when people don't have social kid. media. I know. I respect it so much. Like I, I, kid, I, I was that. twenty. I was like twenty-four years old. All right, that's a kid. He has Instagram and Twitter. You're like really slacking on your research. Christian, he, you want to guess how many? He has like no Twitter fo uh, followers. Yeah, because this he's is not, not official. It's not. I no, don't. To. No, this is not official. This is like a fan account. Okay, well then, why would his fan account have any? He doesn't. Have I think any, he's. He's not on either. I'm unclear. Christian Boyle arms. He's not on either. But then is this is this also a fan page? Yeah. If he's not verified, it's a fan page. I mean, is that true? I'm not verified. It's not a fan page. But you just said he's famous. I think he's famous. I mean, he's a he could carry he could lead a Broadway show. Like you tell me what's famous. If he's that unfamous that he has two. He's got a picture on Instagram with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Like, what do you want? I, I think this is a fan page, but like he's have not been with the D's and the E's. The the director of TikTok Boom, Tick Tick and the Borley. <laughs> now you're like my mom, TikTok Boom. Yeah, um, I'll say this. He never thinks about this. You're totally wrong. Now I'm leaving wrong. it in so people can tell you how it's insane it is. <laughs> All right, what else we got besides Borla? <laughs> Should we just end it? It's been 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm having a good time, but I'm also you know getting a little tired. Um, <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, so let's talk about trick-or-treating i think yeah, we, sure. i don't think people know did we talk about this last halloween episode that like real jews don't do halloween i don't mean to say real real in the sense of like i do halloween but like you do not do halloween we've discussed purim yeah i don't do halloween i'm not like judging if you you know someone grew up with doing halloween but um yeah um do you know moos who have done halloween yeah for sure i think it, i was it, gonna say it must be hard to York, hold the line on like santa and also hold the line on Halloween versus Purim. Yeah, Santa's a I'd much easier line Halloween. to hold, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you have, you have like, because Purim and is so far away from of Halloween, you can't be like, hey, Purim's coming soon. But with, with Christmas, like, well, you already got eight Hanukkah presents or something. So uh, when your kids, how old are your kids who were born in the U.S. when you moved? 
Uh, Ella was about to go into first grade, so Adira was okay. Like so three. you never got the Halloween pressure. No, not at all. And I, and I, I mean, I grew up in America and never had gave the Halloween pressure at all. It didn't even occur to me. Well, because you were in like a very insular community. Right? Yeah, and but yeah, but it wasn't even an option. But if you grow up outside New York and you're not ultra orthodox, I think it's probably like just go get some candy. I'm sure that's the thing. Well, producer Kelly says, what do you think of trick-or-treating? I'm jealous that Jess got to trick-or-treat. I still want to do it as an adult. I actually really liked the scene and have another very self-indulgent story. Actually, about my brother, it's half the length, thank God. Mm -hmm. um, All right, so you do the seven-minute story. I'm just going to look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, the key is to not announce it when you're doing that. Uh-huh. Um, no, so Jess, I like that. Like, Jess is just, like, because her clothes are so sort of borderline cartoony and she's got her Halloween tote, people just gave her candy. Um, is that trick-or-treating? My brother in high school was at soccer practice on Halloween, and my mom was, like, very notoriously late for pickup. And, and look, she, she worked full-time. Mm -hmm. it, it's okay that she was late. But she was very, very late all the time to pick us up. So mm -hmm. my brother was, like, the last person, like, waiting at the soccer field. And he was like... Oh, it's Halloween and I'm hungry and I'm dressed as a soccer player and I've got my bag, like my sports bag. So he went door to door trick or treating at a few houses to get some candy and pretended brilliant. that his gym bag was like a pillowcase for candy. That's brilliant. Isn't that smart? I mean, you'd have to, I think the shame of being like 16 or 17 trick or treating alone. I know, they probably felt bad for him. That. Like, oh, he has no friends. <laughs> they didn't invite him out. But my brother has no shame with that. I had so a friend whose parents him. were, like, very – they got divorced, and they were very, like, absent, whatever. So that happened to him, like, the parents coming late, except his parents would just not show. Oh, that's tough. So, like, he would walk <laughs> through, like, a not-super-safe neighborhood to get home, or, oh. like – or the security guard would, like, drive him home, who was, like a, like, a famously, like, good guy, would just, like, drive him home. But, like, he had to stay there for hours afterwards, and then, like, four hours after school was over, he would drive him home. But, uh, yeah, I had a bond with the gym teacher, Ms. Morgan, fifth grade, and she, she would was the soccer like, who had to stay. She had to stay, and we would hang out, and then my mom would like. Well, come I had like, to, I'm so sorry. I had to stay um, when I was a teacher. Like, I had a kid who would. Yeah, well, like, she was a teacher, and she. Had yeah, to I'm stay. saying like I was like, but I was the one soccer who was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to stay because your bus, whatever, is like not the bus I went on, but like you're responsible and like. This guy never came. And one time I argued with him and he like went insane and started like driving around the parking lot. I was like, you got to come on time. Like the school's <laughs> over at five o'clock, not at five thirty. Oh, see, Ms. Morgan was always very understanding to my mom. Be like, That's OK. Wave. She was great. All right. So Schmidt's bragging about this Michael Keaton thing. Do we think it's it's obviously unbelievable. It's obviously sitcom-y, albeit original. But it's that kind of thing where it's like. I feel like people have those where it's like you believe it because your parents told you it as a kid and like mm -hmm. you're slow on the uptake as an adult. The Emerald Lagasse fraudulent signature. I believe what? Do you have anything like that? Like like parents will be like, oh, if you don't eat spinach, like oh, you'll yeah. lose your vision. I mean, I'm sure half something. the things our parents told us ended up being wrong. Cracking your knuckles. That was a big one. If you crack your knuckles, you'll get arthritis. Yeah, or I, I would you'd get swollen knuckles. Mm -hmm. But I do have swollen knuckles. Oh, so maybe I it's right. I don't think it's true, but yeah. I, <laughs> I do I like mean, the running bit. I thought was fake. Even like milk makes your bones stronger, I think was fake. But you, but like, I feel like there are very few like lies that your parents tell you that you like continue to believe into adulthood like this. Well, you don't know that they're lies. You probably still believe in them. 
wow, you just blew my mind, sir. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know. It's probably like a little thing. Like, that spinach is, you know, I don't know, a vegetable. I have no idea. But there's probably something that we're just wrong about. Av, who left me on red all day, liked one of my tweets. Like, okay, Av, big time. You're just calling out random people in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Is this your first day on NGOG? (laughs) I took a call from my mom last week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All right. So I like this bit that Winston has going about the Truman Show. I have to believe that this is an improv uh, from Lamorne. That it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I totally, are they what, what part are you talking much? about? Yeah, we've discussed this before. That I know, it, but like, like, apparently like big... had, like, heavy improv. I just rewatched The Truman Show, like, a month ago. Um, Kelly wants to know, uh, nope, sorry, Matt Stewart wants to know, between the two of us, who's Batman and who's Robin? Okay. We already know we're two Ernie's. Mm-hmm. I think we're both the Jokers. Nah, that's a little cute. Mm-hmm. A little too cute. Riddler, I you're oh, you're the Ice Man. Is that Mr. Freeze? <laughs> you're Mr. Freeze. Uh, is that our Arnold? I think that's Arnold. Yeah. yeah that that's the only Batman also. I've seen besides. Um, yeah, the best one. Everyone says the no, best no, one. No, no, I've seen the Dark Knight, and then I've seen like those are the two good ones. Batman and Robin and the Dark Knight are the two like most popular. With ones. like Poison Ivy and and Mr. Freeze. Oh, okay. I don't know. We're not we're not in the superhero universe. Are we, we becoming anti superhero? We're not. I'm not becoming. I've always been. I've never seen any of the Marvel movies. I'm in as like a podcast, but I'm not ready to say that. I like superhero. I'm movies. not against them. They're just not for me. I do like Winston's take on Robin. The kids look up to him in the community. <laughs> like Winston is so unhinged this episode. It's like yeah. the subtle laughs are all coming from Winston. He's very good. Winston's very good in this episode. Did you think about anything when Nick pulled the bear out for inspiration on how to write about Keaton? When he pulls the bear out? So, like, remember the the nice listener who was going to track the bear watch for us, that there's a bear uh, in every yes, episode? Yes, yes, And yes, then yes. you shamed them away? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I then... Wanna, I'm still not regretting that. I mean, I'm sure we, I could have been nicer about it, but... That's... We've never gotten another question from her again. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh... They, we haven't really noticed it because it was always like on the fridge. It was like mm-hmm. the same bear. That when when Nick puts on his duct tape Batman mask and then starts writing, and he has a picture of a bear. And Jess is like, "Why do you have a picture of a bear?" It's like very disgust. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I have to like channel the grizzly or something." Just a little reminder of the shame you caused our listener. I'm Great very listener. sorry. If you're still here, I'm so sorry about it. Wow! Imagine sounding a little bit sincere when you said that. I'm very sincere. Um, so Schmidt's going to find out about this, but first we have to discuss the gang's Halloween costumes as PK puts it. So we have Joey as Joey, or Joey, we have Jess as Joey Ramona Quimby, uh, Matt, uh, Matt, what am I doing today? Is that too Ugh. cute? Joey Ramona Quimby? Like nobody would do that in real life or. I know so many. That's uh, like Naomi was Chucky Finstagram. I, uh, that's true. That is true. Also, Nick, last episode, and this kind of bothered me because Nick's like Paper Mountain Trash King. I just got trash from my car. Last ep- last Halloween, he was B. Arthur, and he had like Bumblebee, uh, head- a Bumblebee headband right. and wrote Arthur on his shirt. Like Nick, to me, strikes me as the clever guy who's going to do like a bare minimum costume, but it's going to be funny because he like put a little thought into it. This like now he's this guy who's gotten junk from his car. It did not add up to me. Yeah, I, I hear you. 
What do you have like a goofy thing like that? Like a like a pun costume? I'm sure I I feel like there have been a lot of like crush parties and that's what they were called in college that I had like punny themes. Nothing comes to mind. My friend was King Arthur the Aardvark. I think we talked about this when Naomi was on. Anyway, um, Winston's David Letterman. What do you think of Winston as David Letterman? Oh, my God, I have to vote for Amon Shumpert. It's the finale of Dancing with the Stars. A vote? I have to vote. You said a vote. I, I vote to evict. All right, keep going. So what did you think of Winston as? He was great. That's funny. Yeah, he's somebody. somebody he, I think someone else was being told that they look like David Letterman, but he didn't realize right, he was standing right. in front of him. Very funny. I, I like it. Um, what does he, what does Schmidt say he is? Schmidt is a public serpent instead of public servant. I hated this costume. I yeah, always hate this costume. Yeah, it's terrible. It's gross and weird. Plus, a man who was, like, that depressed and upset. I mean, maybe there's a world where we believe that he was, like, ordered his costume two months ago, but very strange. Yeah, I think he should have had a half of a couple's costume that he had, like, planned to go as with Elizabeth or something, and that would have been, like, funny. Uh, yeah, that w- yeah, couple's costume would have been good. But, yeah, no, he. Uh, I hate the serpents also. It's bad. And then Cece is, like leopard pirate but in fairness she didn't want to go like she to me has the right like last minute costume whereas if schmidt's last minute it's very strange that he has this on hand i agree yeah i i and she also seems like the type who would normally have you know like a very elaborate costume if given the given the time and the opportunity i don't remember what she was last year all right it feels like forever ago anyway um there's uh, like hilarity ensues. They're in a situation where Jess is going to now pose in a children's Batman costume and pretend to be Michael Keaton. <laughs> I love Nick. What am I in the movie theater eating popcorn and the, the deadpan face he gives her? Um, yeah. I, I to me, first of all, I, I really like the the Halloween scenes. I thought they were very good. I'm usually against um all like. We have to do a Halloween episode. We have to do a Thanksgiving episode. We have to do a Christmas episode. And this show really, for the most part, does it. I think we've had Thanksgiving and Christmas both times. Yeah. But I thought this this whole thing worked. I think they do a good job with their holiday episodes generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm against them for the most part. Seinfeld really didn't do it at all. But uh, so far, they haven't really been missing on them. Sometimes it's very forced on shows. We'll see if that trajectory continues. Um, whoever came up with Keaton Potatoes at AOL.com as the e- email address mm-hmm. deserves a retroactive raise because that is, you have to imagine like the writers brainstormed or came up with a long list. Like that kills me every time I hear it. Yeah, it's very funny. Keaton Potatoes is a great name. And the fact that it could still be AOL is pretty funny. Um, and then once again, my mom still has an AOL account famously. Mm-hmm. I, and like pays, your parents and pays don't for even it. have that, right? I my don't grandpa think so. does. I don't my think grandpa's. You pay f- I don't think you still pay for it. My grandpa's emails AOL. Well. Um. All right. Well, so Schmidt ends this episode on like an extremely low note here, where he like sees CC. He finds out this whole thing is a lie. He even wants to still believe it, and Nick kind of like tells him what's up, and then he gets beaten up by little kids. Uh, shades of Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> shades of Cosmo Kramer, except it's less pathetic when it happens to Kramer. Yeah, that's true. Those kids look tough. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so then Schmidt and Nick debrief all the ways that Nick has helped him when it was he thought it was Keaton. And I love, he's like, well, what about the time we saw Michael Keaton at the deli and he winked at me? I can't explain that one. That was the weirdest day of my whole life. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I love that we didn't get, like, a flashback to, like, someone's silhouette, like George Steinbrenner playing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like the way they explain that. I, I have to say, I really don't love the flashbacks on the whole. I like when they explain the stories. I don't really think they need the cutaways. I agree. They don't need the cutaways. I, I, I feel like they're, like, very cognizant of the fact that they don't have Michael Keaton here also. Don't want to, like, keep bringing it up. I think you were very cognizant of the fact that they don't have Michael Keaton. Yeah, maybe I'm the only one who's thinking about this. <laughs> um, I Do you think that Nick gets off too easy here? Or, like, Schmidt should have more of a reaction? or is, He should, but I think he's so, de- he's so depressed that, like, he can't even muster outrage about something else like this. I muster plenty of outrage when I'm depressed. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But he's, like, a unique, like, you know. There's no rage in his depression. I think the embarrassment is there, too, right? Yeah. Is like the, you really thought Michael Keaton was helping you with your, like, public erections. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Um, all right, so Schmidt's going to move out. How much of Schmidt moving out do you think has to do with this situation, and how much is just, like, everything else? I think it's, I think it's, uh, what happened today is, like, 1%, 10% of it, and then, the other 90 was just the whole Jess thing, and he's depressed, and he wants to be on his own. And also, like, they uh, are 30. Like, it is a typical thing to start living on, on your own. Well, Schmidt's so codependent, though. I think yeah. he's, like, to me, would be, like, least likely to move out, but most likely for, like, spite and ego. Like, that mm-hmm. he, like, can't kind of get out of his own way with this situation and just, like, take ownership and just grieve it and move on. So he's moving to 4C, and he takes the douchebag jar with him, which... I feel like he really should have poured the money out. It's sort of not fair for him to take the money with it. That is true. That is true. But listen, I don't think it's going to be... We could do predictions now. I say by the end of the next episode, he's back. Yeah, um, and Matt Stewart says, will Schmidt stay in the new apartment? My prediction is... Uh, n- and I wouldn't be shocked if it, if it went on for a little while, but my pick is next week. Okay, so I'm going to write that down. Next mm-hmm. week, uh, Schmidt back in. Back in. I'm back, baby. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the only other thing to call out is an error, a goof uh, from IMDb that when Schmidt throws the broom and it sticks into the fake brick wall, <laughs> it's like a, an uh-oh. That's not brick. But they kept it in for, yeah, for humor. A shocking goof from, from Shocking the- <laughs> goof. Matt Stewart wants to know, will there be more Halloween episodes, you think? I will say, I don't know why he's asking that. Maybe there's not, but I will say yes. All right. Who won the episode, Kiwi? We're done. 46 minutes clean. Um, this is a good question. This is tough. Because some weeks it's like, well, nobody. This week, really, almost everyone's eligible. I'm going to give it well, to Schmidt's Winston. Schmidt's not winning. Yeah, Schmidt's not winning. I'm going to give it to Winston. He really had a solid. We didn't have to see Ferguson this week. He really had like a solid storyline. Got in some good lines. Was really the uh, soul of like. Hey, like, what are we, you know, what's going on here? Uh, Nick's storytelling was really good, honestly. Nick almost won the, the episode on his great storytelling. I'll give it to Winston, though. I did not win this episode, then, on my great storytelling. Um, I think I also go Winston here. I think he has the funnier, funniest lines. I also like that he stirs up all the drama but gets none of the backlash. Yeah. So, like, he's the reason they revive 
Keaton, but he doesn't get his yeah, hands dirty with absolutely. it. And he's not involved. Like when they rip the Band-Aid off and tell him, like Winston's not even there. He's yeah, enjoying Schmidt's the not party. even going to be mad at him. Yeah. So I think Winston, Kelly makes a good case here for Cece. She said she's finally back, got closure with Schmidt and her scene with Jess and the Batman mobile bit. It's funny. See, I didn't really love that moment. Winston is runner-up because of his bits, pumpkining. Oh, yeah, we forgot that he's carving a pumpkin. Truman Show, Letterman. The other three were annoying slash major bummers again like they were in The Captain. Matt Stewart with a controversial pick here. Schmidt, his absurdity was funny, and from where he started the episode to where he ended, he made a lot of progress on both fronts. He was the winner. Well, good for Schmidt that Matt Stewart thinks so. I think he lost this with a bullet. I, of course, agree, yeah. All right, Keeve. We mm-hmm. we have a a, a Yosef minute. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Um, sorry, I'm texting people to vote for him on. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm really gonna be sad when Jojo Siwa or the Peloton community take out the the deserving that's, winner. That's a entrant, the Peloton community. Well, Cody Rigsby, who originally got me, I was watching this for Cody, and then I oh. fell in love with him on. Oh, okay, fine. So he's got all the Peloton freaks voting. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not dancing with the one who brung me. You know. No, and Amon probably has the the smallest fan base of the three. Like a not popular. I don't know. People player. say that like he's that like he he would have been eliminated had he ever fallen into the bottom two because the judges like the judge. Although I think Derek Huff has been really good to him, but like the judges like get wooed by the professional dancers because at the end of the day, like they they do score according and like set higher expectations on certain people. But at the end of the day, like they're wowed and they're given forties to people who are like professional dancers and they're still like, I'm on your frame, I'm on your footwork, like, but your spirit is there, you know, whatever. So if he had ever fallen into the bottom two, they would have eliminated him and his fans have kept him out of it completely. He's never been eligible for elimination. But I'm saying he uh, his built-in fan base is smaller. That's what I was saying. Like, he had to earn these fans, you know? He doesn't have, you know, like, a huge fan People have told me that the base. sports... Well, you say that he not wasn't a good athlete. I don't even I mean, want to no, talk he, about I mean, that. it was, like, uh, he was in the NBA for almost a decade. But I'm just saying, like, he wasn't popular enough to have, like, fans. Like, he's he doesn't have the following. This that. is a resurgence. Everyone I know who likes Dancing with Stars following him on Instagram, including me. No, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, like, he didn't enter day one. He earned he earned it, whatever he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Show, I mean, but. I didn't know who he was. I knew his name. He had name recognition because he's got a fun name, Shumpert. Mm-hmm. Shump? All right. Go, Shump. Allie from a post-Dancing with the Stars editing room. You know who else fell in love with Amon Shumpert? America. Congratulations to Amon. Congratulations to Daniela. And congratulations to America for choosing Amon and Daniela to win Dancing with the Stars. When I tell you, I was screaming. Back to the show. Let's go into the banana slash Yosef minute. Here we mm-hmm. go. Hot off the presses today. Mm-hmm. Hey, Yosef. Hi. What? So, um, I wanted to know, what football team does Banana root for? Who's his favorite team? Is it the Jets? Mets. Oh, he likes the Mets? Oh, he sounds smart. And he hates the Yankees, right? He loves the Yankees. Oh, Banana's one of those guys who likes the Mets and the Yankees. He hates the Yankees. Oh, Banana's a genius. He hates every single Yankee except the one team of Yankees. The one team of you, what, the 27 Yankees? The Babe Ruth? No, the... No, the 28 Yankees. Oh, the 1928 Yankees? How'd they do? I don't remember. I think they love a lot. They won. They won the World Series. They swept. I don't remember. I think they love a lot. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, oh, okay. That's cool. And he likes the Jets, right? 
and he hates the Miami Dolphins? Hates! Great. He's a genius, Banana. He only hates the Miami Dolphins and the, um... Patriots? Yeah. What about the Giants? The Giants? Are they good team? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. And yeah, he hates them. Okay. But what, are we... what about the Moon Cowboys? The Moon Cowboys? Hey, they only play on Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the best football team in Spooky America? The, the Spooky Americas. Oh, oh, well, that's a great name. The games will be really interesting to watch. It's just one team. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe they play other other like universes. I don't know. Interstellar. Yeah. I mean, that's very that was very cute. I, so Yosef's got to be your favorite kid, right? Because is Noam still stumping for the Yankees for spite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, troll. But like, still, because now he's like entering the age where he could like appreciate watching the game with you. Can yeah, he? still a troll. Really? Is that, yeah. like, really sad for you? No, you just, you know, you win some, you lose some. But but Yosef's coming for that top spot where he's yes. just like, what's a good team? And if you tell me they're bad, then they're stupid. Yeah, then they're, yeah, that's he knows where his bread is buttered. That's smart. <laughs> he's got Skittles. A little inside uh, baseball here. Uh, he got Skittles for that one instead of the Twizzler. I feel like we got a lot more from him as a result. That's right. That's right. He knows there's more where that came from. Now, are you coaching him? Because, again, I want to replay the, the intro to that as one of my favorite intros of all time, where at first he's nice and then he remembers to be mean. So here's this again. Hey, Yosef. Ha, what? <laughs> ha, what? No, I'm not coaching. All right. Let's get to the garden, man. Mm-hmm. Um, let me set the timer here. We have, we have a backlog of uh, – I was with – I was talking to some people the other day who are of this universe, and I was like – you, did you hear the one where Yosef said that, or Noam said, ugh, Yosef said that um, Banana doesn't live on the moon? Mm-hmm. And I realized that that never made it out of the box here. That yeah, that's, because that's, that's not what, canon. Well, then there was this whole thing where he was tricking you, but he was that's lying. Yeah. And, and again, we didn't. You could play so that we have next a, time. We have a backlog. I yeah, mean, we do we'll see. Time. I like, if you've got the material, we'll use it. And if not, we have backups. Okay. So. Tell me when. Uh, Here we go. Starts. Go for it. All right. So uh, Apple TV, everyone's favorite streaming service, is dropping a drama called "The Last Thing He Told Me," and it was supposed to star Julia Roberts. Sounds devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is being recast. You'd ne- if I gave you three <gasps> guesses, you'd never guess who's re- who's taking over the role of uh, America's once sweetheart, Julia. Is she still America's sweetheart? I don't think so. Uh, Jay Garns, perhaps now America's sweetheart, at least Instagram sweetheart, will, will play a woman who forms a surprising relationship with her teen stepdaughter while trying to find out the truth about why her husband mysteri- mysteriously disappeared. Could he be dating J-Lo? No, that's not in it. Why is Julia Roberts being recast? Uh, maybe she's... Uh, oh, uh, Ju- uh, perfect. Roberts, who had signed on to play the role last December, <laughs> had to drop out doing, due to a scheduling issue. She's starring alongside Sean Penn in the Stars thriller Gaslit. That is really slumming. I feel like I'm being gaslit. She mm-hmm. turned down this for, for uh, stars, that. but I guess it's one of these like they have first offer. Maybe it's like one of these COVID things where everyone's, you know. Oh. There we go. Now that was interesting. Some nice juice. And did you know that this is not a continuation? We could talk about this also. Is that uh, Je- Jennifer Lopez is is the starring in the return of rom- the rom com? 
what's the return of the rom-com so like like there's the rom-com is sort of dead right like it's like the netflix like made for netflix yes. like movies low quality well, the, the, the blockbuster like rom-com is mm. gone the way of the dodo yes i don't know why i'm talking like an 80 year old adult man but whatever mm-hmm. that's sort of my spirit animal um, but Jennifer Lopez is going to be in the n- soon-to-be iconic rom-com Marry Me. The trailer dropped on Thursday. Who's the fella? Uh, let's see. She per- it's, she plays a superstar singer who's set to get married live on stage to another pop star, mm-hmm. played by Maluma. Who is where's who is that? Maluma, Mm -hmm. but learns he's cheating on her. It feels life imitates art, you know? Mm -hmm. And instead weds an unassuming stranger from the audience played by Owen Wilson. I don't know if I'm ready for the J-Lo Owen Wilson. So it seems like Maluma is not going to be, I mean, Uh, who knows? Oh, he's the beginning. But he's the cheating. He he cheats on her, and she marries instead the strange Owen Wilson. A release Valentine's Day 2022. Wow. All right. Big and then she's also going to star in a action rom-com, Shotgun Wedding, with Josh Duhamel, wow. who replaced Army Hammer. Oh, that's when he was Army Hammer was supposed to be in that. Mm-hmm. So, and then and then Maluma and Lopez released a song, t- uh, Pati, together last year. Oh, I know that song. That's wow. a hit. That's mm-hmm. a hit. Have you heard that song? It's a bop. It, it slaps. It's a bop that slaps. Okay, so I, I think that... Uh, sh- yeah, People are going to be like, oh, Kiva like, muttered a rap reference under his breath. I got the reference. Okay, go ahead. I'm just tired. Um, no, no you're, I think- you're fine. I was addressing the mm-hmm. people who think I'm not going to get that reference. Here's, here's the deal. I, I didn't think they went away, but uh, why is she? Why is J-Lo bringing it back? J-Lo is the best because agent in the whole world. J-Lo is the iconic she- wedding planner. Um, uh-huh. That other one. <laughs> Geely. <laughs> Um, uh, um, um, made in Manhattan. Like she is a rom-com queen, right up there with Ma- Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you. I just think like uh, I don't know. She's a little overexposed. No, no, no. People are. This is ex- she like nailed it. You're right. She has the best agent, which is like ro- the world is craving rom-coms. It's like even the return to the movie theater, like what's out right now? It's all like, that's why Tick, Tick, Boom, although it's like a serious subject, like it's a musical, you right. know, like everything is so heavy. The blockbuster comedy, the blockbuster rom-com, they're dead. Don't and you think the thing with back. her and Ben is fake though? It's all for pa- paparazzi. God, I hope so. It's fake. It's totally I've told fake. you this before, right? What? That you think it's fake? No, that it's just like if Jennifer Lopez, the most beautiful, amazing woman in the world, is backsliding. And I love Ben Affleck. But if she's backsliding to her mm-hmm. ex from 10 years ago who, like, can't even juggle Starbucks or Dunkin', like, what hope do we have? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crap I would do, the back, the 10-year backslide. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, we need J-Lo to be, Tonight. like, climbing up. Instead, she's, like, slumming it with A-Rod and Ben Affleck. Right. So I hope it's fa- I hope she's like in control of the narrative and it's fake and it's like revenge and it's all of this like PR. I hope that's the case. Um, all right. Well, thank you to uh, I think this is a new review. Hey, all it's Rebecca. We appreciate you. Um, we appreciate all of our five star viewers. If you want to let us know what you think about the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. If you want to leave, get your questions in. You could do so at the questions link plugged 
uh, on my pinned tweet at Lash Tweets. You can follow Kiwi at Kiev26. You can check out the challenge and the challenge all-stars season two coverage over at robhazowebsite.com slash challenge iTunes. Subscribe there. You'll get both uh, shows. We will be on hiatus or hiatus this week for Thanksgiving. So catch up if you're behind. And otherwise, we will see you next week on the challenge podcast. Uh, you could check out 32 fans with uh, the great Alex Chester and Akiva Winokur. You could check out Renap, where they're, they're, they're new age. They're doing all sorts of things on the Twitter with the mailbag. Uh, friend of the podcast, Ian, featured on this week's episode. So check that out. Uh, Rob is website.com slash need a podcast. Rob Renap, something like that. You mm-hmm. don't need the plug from us. Um, is that it? Oh, and you can check out the Curb podcast on post-show recaps with the great Josh Wiggler. Mm-hmm. Taryn Armstrong this week. Taryn Armstrong this week. Can't get better than that. Renap, RHAP royalty. Mm-hmm. Has Taryn ever been on Renap? Uh, he was at Rob's house once, so he came on a mailbag. Okay. We saw um, him, but yes. I think that's it for us. Mm-hmm. All right, ex- so. That's exciting. Before, in the famous words of singer-songwriter Billy Joel, we move out of here. We're going to have Keeve log his guests for season three, episode seven, with highly anticipated guests on the podcast, Rob Cisternino, a.k.a. The Man Upstairs. Uh, Unclear when we'll be able to schedule that with Thanksgiving. It's Akiva's in charge of that scheduling, so unless I step in, you know, who knows? But hopefully we'll have Rob on, uh, if not next week, the week after. Ready for this, Keeve? I am ready. Coach. Oh, my God. Is Coach back? Is Coach back? Uh, maybe Coach 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 comes back. Is Coach he's, coming back, or is Jess like a softball? Coach no, he's back school? for he's back for Thanksgiving. That's my prediction. Jess, where everyone wants to be, back in their like sort of friends' apartment for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Thanksgiving to all celebrating, and we will catch you soon. See you. I want to be ya. Ali and Akiva gonna talk a TV show. And maybe Jenny Garner, so don't go any farther now. Akiva and Ali, all the way to the finale. His face is his job. She's the captain of NGO.